can't do that, and that's the crew. It's not one minute past, it's two. If it's not two minutes past, it's three. Okay. Hey, you know what? You shouldn't, you shouldn't um, rap. You shouldn't rap because uh, Link was screwing because his time, his time was off in it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fair enough. I'll just beat Yeah. Right, before we start, we got um. Who's beeper? We got a boy in man. Dor- Dorian, you with us? Can you hear us? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you, man. We can hear you, man. What's what's going can on, you man? Hear me? How you doing, man? How you doing, man? Can okay. you hear me? Yeah, we can yeah, hear you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we can hear you. Well, welcome to Black Apocalypse, man. The real locker room talk. You, you in the crazy, you in the crazy world now, yeah, man. Yeah, Nice, nice to, uh, nice to hear from you all. Welcome to the nice crazy guy. <laughs> wait there, wait there, wait, wait a second. This guy's in America, he's in Florida, I understand. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wonder if they actually have good internet there, because when we get Link on, his internet's also quite bad, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think it. Everyone's online, bro. I know. That, like, while these pandemics on, everybody's online. But that's probably what it is, isn't it? It's like weighing down uh, the, the streaming. Yeah, know? just keep things light, bro. Get everything closed off for what you're not using, man. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, man. Dorian, you could, are you with us? Okay, anyway, hopefully I'll just yes, join can you, hear me? Oh, yeah, can yeah, hear yeah. man. There's a, there's a huge delay, though, man, I think. Yeah, there's a bit of a delay going on. That's what it is. Oh, is it too early to say it was like the like Trump oh, dealing yeah, with the AIDS? I think you should... Um, wait, let me see if I can get rid of this one. Um, remove. You right, right, yeah. so, sorry, folks. Sorry, folks. We have a bit of technical difficulties. All right, anyway. man, let me tell. I'll tell you a story while you're doing that, man. Sorry, right, today's been a day from hell, man. Oh, so, okay. yeah. Don't worry. It's, it's, it's all well that all's well that really? ends well. This doesn't really end well, but it doesn't really end badly. I'm I'm in a better mood. Let's put it this way. So today oh, I was like, yeah. okay, I got work, and work was at four thirty this morning. So I've got to go to um. I've got to go to London, but I'm late for work, man. I, I, I couldn't find my keys and I was late. So I thought, right, I've got to get out the door. I had six minutes to get to work. Work is 20 minutes away. And, uh, <laughs> Did I'm you fly? Kind of on, uh, I'm kind of on like a bit of a warning situation with these lates. So I'm like, okay, I've got to get to work, man. So, you know, I started stepping, <laughs> you know, I started stepping anyway. I'm 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 not going to tell you the speeds I'm doing, but I'm I'm hitting some 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 good good mileage. Like I'm 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 redlining every gear. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Anyway, can't break down. I was, I was coming across this big island just at the back of West Bromwich. I'm just about to fly over the island, but just as I do, there's a police car crossing the island in front of me from left to right. So he <laughs> must have saw me. I'm doing about sixty by this time on the island, and it like so like it's a big island, and I'm just going straight. So I'm using my my my, my um. I've got my racing line on, you know, I'm not really using lanes. I've got my racing line on. So, anyway, turns out that I've met this guy up the road a bit further on, but I didn't see him pull out. I didn't see this guy turn out behind me. So I'm just doing the last leg before I turn into the in- industrial estate. So okay. I'm, I'm going up the hill. I'm doing about 65, man, in a 30. Cool. And then I've just seen the blue lights go on behind me, man. Good <laughs> 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 Like, it wouldn't be so bad. It wouldn't be so bad, but you know, like 
I was going to be out for the day, you know, on a long journey. So I took a little bit of um, herb, shall we say, with me. Okay. Um, I had herb in my pocket. It's half, it's, it's half past four in the morning. I've already got the blue lights on me. And people are come, who know me are coming past me and work with seeing me stopped by the police. I'm thinking, no way. I'm about to lose my job here, man. I'm, 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 I'm done for, man. Uh, any idea how fast she was going there, please, mate? Well, yeah, why? About, about, about 30, 30. Oh, come on, man. Come on. Come on. How fast was you going? Uh, well, you know, maybe 40, but I'm, I'm late for work. I'm late for work. Yeah, and the rest, mate. And the rest. And I was like, oh, no. So anyway, because what are you doing anyway? Lockdown. I said, because you're a key worker. I said, I am. He says, uh, where, where do you work? I said, on this estate. Really? Because I've just turned in the estate after he blue lighted me. So I guess he thought I was just trying to get off the road. Anyway, he's like, what do you do? I'm a HGV driver. Got your licenses. Yeah, yeah, I got my licenses. Showed it him. And uh, he looks at me, he goes, what time are you in work? I said, half four. He goes, it's 4.32. Keep your speed down. I know there's nothing on the roads, but, you know, next time you'll be getting a ticket. So, <laughs> anyway, I go into work. I'm getting sent down to London. I'm here, there and everywhere and that. I pull up on my brake, turn my, my um, GPS, my sat-nav off. And uh, get like, have a half an hour sleep. Get up, try and turn my sat-nav back on. This thing don't work, bro. This is a professional truck one now. We're talking £300 worth of sat-nav. I'm like, no, no, this can't be happening. And it's basically done what the PlayStation does when it has the yellow light, bro. It just, oh. it's dead. It's gone. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, already, it's already gone, man. It's gone to a better place. I think it died of COVID-19, man. <laughs> like everything else. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's how my day's gone so far. That is. Mm, yeah. right, cool man sounds interesting man at least you didn't get a ticket you save yourself some money yeah, you. your license. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man so. you get to keep your job I want to know if we got Dorian back in yeah uh, no my day was pretty normal um, I woke up went to go print some stuff for school came back worked out ate breakfast <laughs> <laughs> I wrote I wrote I wrote some skits I wrote part of my skit and monologue I'm working on yeah, that's the yeah. thing because you're a comedian, isn't it? Like yes. that's how I know, that's how I know you, innit? I added, I saw some of your skits back in the day. I was like, yeah, this guy's funny, man. So I added you, I believe. And I, and I, and I think you, you tried to be, the, well, you're aspiring to be the new, the next Kevin Hart, and I'm wondering why why haven't you made it yet, man? Uh, I'm going first, man. <laughs> Could be <the> second week. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna use, I'm not gonna use Kevin Hart's name, but uh, I'm, I am trying to be uh, the next or whatever me. Um, yeah, I like what? I like to say the next Dorian Gill. That's actually my Instagram name at, at the next Dorian Gill. Yeah, okay. Uh, my, I, earlier on in my, like, when I first started doing, like, open mics and just stand-up, I, I struggled with, like, thinking which route to take because I've seen success on both paths. I've seen success on a traditional stand-up comedy work in the club scene, mm-hmm. and then I see, like, the internet. Yeah. So, like, I was really torn between those things. And like, I finally got got to a place in my mind where I was like, okay, I'm gonna need both. Okay, um, yeah, I think both is necessary. I think, um, like, I don't know if you listen to, you know, remember Patrice O'Neill? I'm sure you know him. Yes, because because I was saying to you, I remember when I wrote on one of your, um, I think you was, you said something inspirational. I was like, why don't you come to England? Because because Patrice O'Neill said that too. He said he went to uh, the UK because the people are a lot more tolerant and it, and you can build your name up slower. Like, right. but, but faster, but slower, you know what I mean? 
you know, we're more, a lot more forgiving. Like, I think if you're in America sometimes, man, the people are like expecting you to be, you know how the black crowd is, man. <laughs> just about getting to the uh, Edinburgh Fringe. If you can get to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and get a small tent or a small place there where you can perform, that's there's no better place to to, to cut your teeth. Yeah, well, even 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 that's not guaranteed. I mean, obviously, I've done a little bit of comedy. Probably haven't done as much as you, Dorian, but you know, it it, it, it can be a long road, man. And it, it, it's it's like it's, I'll tell you what it's like. It's like remember the old days when you used to try and bring out a record and you have to go to all the different labels and get spotted or get seen. That, yeah. that is it. You have got to get spotted and seen. And even that fringe, I know comedians who, they all chip in £500 each or £1,000 each. They'll pump it into a venue. They're not guaranteed they're going to get that money back. And if they don't sell tickets, they don't make right, their right. money. So you can go there and you can definitely have a good time, get a good vibe, get a good feel for what's, what's, what's hot, what's on trend, blah, blah, blah. But comedy man it ain't there's no guarantee there's no guarantee yeah but like, i mean it depends what level you're looking at because if you're like yeah, my friend no what's that yeah no i'm saying there is no guarantee yeah yeah i think it depends on level because i like you know godfrey i don't know if you, anyone knows godfrey no oh yeah yo yeah godfrey's the man man and um like he'll, he'll always tell you, yeah, yeah you got to be doing at least 20 years before you can start going on stage. Yeah, like, yo, dude, what are you talking about 20 years? He's got 20 years to do comedy before he got on stage and make some money. The, 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 the thing is, you can do it quicker, but you've just got to, you've got to be out there, haven't you? You've got to be out there. You've got yeah. to be out there. You've got to be out there. So, you know, if you're, if you've got enough material that you know, right, I can do a year of comedy every day. I can go on, I can do five minutes and I know people are going to laugh. That's the kind of, you got them assets online and they start circulating and that that's when you're going to get seen by a lot of people but you know the um, clubs and that well i mean if you got to travel in the uk if you travel then you'll you'll, you'll make a better name for yourself yeah that's how and, and because dorian's american too you know when you come to the uk as an american you already you got that kind of you got the edge you know what i mean you got the expect the plus points star factor yeah. if you ask me that's what it sounds like like it's like if a uk person goes to america it's kind of like you know just his accent's already going to get him a bit further you know i think line. that only goes so far these days though man these days i think oh, it's, man, it's still the same sub, the, bit, the world's a smaller place now dude man like back in the day like when an american would be in the uk be like, man you're american you're american like now it's like yeah you're right but it's not insane. nah it's not nah, you know? i don't believe that because I live in Germany and people are still, even though there's a lot of English people in Germany, they're still like, oh man, you're from England, man. That's great, man. You're from England. So I, I still think that goes, goes a long way, man. Because I don't think there's that many people, you know what I mean, living in, even though it looks like there's a lot of people from the UK living in America, there isn't that much. There's a handful of people, you know what I mean? Even Americans in England, you, you probably got the army base somewhere. And where is that army base? Ausbury Al- or something. There's a few places, man. There's yeah, a, in, in a few places in the UK. Well, and that's the only place you'll probably see Americans. But once you go into Birmingham, man, how many Americans do you see? No, not very many. In London, maybe. Oh, but, cool, but not many. No. So, so you know, you know what you need to do, Mandorian, man? Mm-hmm. Come to the UK. <laughs> Let us know when you're coming, man. I'll get you booked into some places. I know quite a few of the promoters in Birmingham, so I'll get you at least three gigs. And then we'll go on the road. <laughs> Is, is there that actually sounds like a great idea. You know, uh, when I was 17, I was a part of the People to People. It's an international student ambassador program. We okay. actually traveled to the United Kingdom and Ireland and Wales and Scotland. And we okay. For 19, 19 days um, learning. Uh, we, got, we received college credit for, uh, 
for that program. That was about seven years ago. But um, oh, wicked man. Yeah, that was oh, the first. Well, and I, the thing is, I've never been to a state that I can remember. Uh, but I've been right. to four countries, which is kind of weird. But I've I've never been to a state uh, that I can remember other than New Jersey Airport. If people want to count the New Jersey Airport, <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I mean, wait, wait, I don't, I don't, wait, I don't get that. Have you not been out of Florida? No. You never. You need to get to New York then, man. Yeah, the, I, I've been across the world, not outside of Florida. It doesn't make sense. Well, you know something? You're young. You've still got a whole heap of years ahead of you. After this craziness is done, make sure you get yourself some cheap tickets, man. She's yeah. saying if that. You come, if you come to the UK, let us know, and we'll get you some gigs as well. Are you, are you still in isolation? Are you having isolation down there? What's, what's Trump's deal, man? What's he doing with you guys? Because we're all in isolation down in, in Europe. Listen, I don't know. I, it's it's all capitalism. I just I can't see anything like this. It's like people are in their house, but I'm in Florida, so they're not in their house, even though they're on <laughs> <laughs> like the beach. Allow me to interject for just one moment. Um, <laughs> that like I can't go. I can't physically go to school, but the WWE wrestlers can have WrestleMania like in Tampa or Orlando. Yeah, what is that? Because they cancelled the UFC as well, and they were like, no, UFC can't right. take place. But Florida has ruled wrestling essential and golf. Um, oh. Okay. I, 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 uh, Florida's I weird for this, Wayne, because um, I've been obviously watching what's going on in the United States and that, and what's happening is there's a different approach in different... Um, it's, it's basically a statewide approach. So it's like Trump hasn't officially shut down the country. You got Fauci giving the advice, and and uh, and the people have said let's do different things. But like places like Florida were really late to react. Like the the governor there didn't want to close down Florida at all. They waited and waited and waited, and then basically Fauci got onto them and said like you need to do something quick because I think you had the third highest amount of cases in the country. Really? So then yeah, then then they started to take it a bit more serious. But places like California, obviously on the other coast. They were warned and they just locked down straight away. But people were still going to spring break and everything. People got turning out on, you know, on the in Miami and, and still doing spring break and everything. And the, the people out in numbers and obviously the wrestling and um, yeah, so like yeah, the the the, 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 uh, the like I said, the wrestling and stuff like that still going ahead and sporting events. So it's a statewide approach. Different governors are going to choose what they're going to do and when. I mean, it's not that out of control. Statewide approach. No. It's, it's not that out of control though in Florida. You've had a, well, according to the statistics here in the early world. on, it was bad. Early on, the, the spike in Florida was, I think it was just behind New York and New Jersey, and that was it. Um, yeah. and now, obviously, because they're dealing with it, you know, it's, it's hopefully going to be a lot better. But there's a lot of um, a lot of states that are not dealing with it too well. Is <laughs> there? <laughs> well, there you go. What did um? Anyway, what did Thingy post? Something posted, um, this is UK nurses. What was all that about, man? In the UK, they're trying to denounce this by Maori as racist and culture. Oh, yeah, this, this thing that you posted in the, um, the chat, Nigel. What's that? They've still got time to dance <laughs> when they're supposed to be like struggling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, listen, right. I'm seeing all these videos on TikTok of nurses dancing. Now, all I keep hearing is that these people are under pressure and they're sweating. And they're under pressure and don't come to hospital. But I'm seeing all these videos of nurses. I mean, they've done this Mari dance. There's about yeah. 12 of them in there. There's 12 nurses in there dancing, you know. I'm not paying them to dance. They're telling me they want more money from me as well. 
You know what? You know what it is, though. You know what it is. It's um, it's basically, uh, you know, like you have like isolated cases. And like, like for example, in Liverpool, you probably have loads of cases. But then, like in, I don't know, Shrewsbury or Shrewsbury, depending or Shropshire, you probably don't have that many cases. Yeah, the thing is, though, you're sending out the wrong message, man. I mean, you know, the thing is, I'm not being funny, right? You go to hospital today, right now, A and E, and try and get seen. And 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 you, and you got twelve nurses dancing upstairs. TikTok. Oh man, I ain't right, man. Sorry, I'm sorry. I got that a point like... on that too. I got a point on that too. Sorry to cut in, but like Nigel was just saying, yeah. While we ain't paying them to dance, like I'm all like, I love the NHS and that, yeah. But I ain't, I ain't paying them to dance. And I, I free claps. Be, I, would, I wouldn't be that bothered about this, but like Nigel was saying, there's twelve of them dancing in one room, yeah. So if twelve of you got nothing to do, yeah. Listen, you got people out there who pick cabbages, yeah. And then somebody picks them up in a minibus, takes them 40 miles away to go pick cabbage and then brings them back at the end of the day. So if we can do that with cabbage pickers, yeah, we can do that with some nurses. And it's so a bang 40 of them on a bus, yeah, send them to the busiest hospitals around the country and bring them back at the end of the day. Done. I'm not even saying that. Actually, you're right about that. Go, go and do some blasted work, man. Don't be dancing on TikTok. You know what I mean? You ain't got time for no TikTok. Because we've got to think about it. Right. They've got to clogify that. So... They gotta spend at least half an hour saying, "All oh, right, you're gonna stand over there, and you're gonna right. stand over there, and you're gonna flick your hair." You know what I mean? And then they're gonna get it wrong three or four times. So by the time they come to actually perform it, they probably wasted forty-five minutes. Mm. In that forty-five minutes, how many people are dead? <laughs> I guess they were trying to show some type of positivity. I, I guess like they were just like, well. If we don't have anyone, that means that no one got sick yet. But at the same time, it's like. We're, we're working hard to fight this disease and exercise. Oh, I get it now. They're staying fit. That's what it is. They've got to get fit so they can fight off the disease. I have to okay, start with Dorian on this one, man. I think it's probably better that they show that, yeah, we've got everything under control, everyone relax, that we even got time to dance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> like I, I, yeah, you know, I, I see what you're saying. Like, I mean, I've seen. I've seen doctors. Uh, I've seen doctors singing the piano and <laughs> video testimony. I've seen doctors I think, I think, become dramatic actors. Like yeah, I was I just watching soap operas an hour ago, and these uh-huh. doctors listen. These actors ain't got nothing on these doctors out here who are. Yeah, well, so. I think. I think. I think for me, obviously, you know, I've just heard the news today, and eight hundred and eighty or something people are dead. They've built a morgue. At, at, at um, the NEC, it's a huge exhibition centre in Birmingham. They've built another morgue, a huge one in London. So they've built all these morgues for all these people that are either ill, sick, whatever. But these 12 nurses are dancing. I don't even know what hospital it was. It could be any hospital. I don't know where it is, but I just think you sent out the wrong message. You've got to be careful because sometimes they have footage from the old days. And then they're like, yeah, this was just look what they're doing now. But this was like a video they recorded yeah, six yeah, or seven yeah, months true, ago. So true, true, it's, true. it's probably best not to jump on that, man. Because I heard that was about them. There were some videos of the morgues and the mass burials and stuff. They're like, look, they're burying people. And yeah, and yeah. Apparently that video has come out. It's come to light that that video is actually from a few years ago. Yeah. I mean, there is a lot of old stuff that does get resurfaced. So, you know something? I will, I will take that in mind. But that isn't the first nurse video I've seen. So I don't know if nurses are the flavor of the month right now. But I've seen about three or four videos of, of, of this TikTok nurses doing their TikTok, 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 you don't stop. 
I've got a question for Dor- Dorian, if I can. Um, okay. Just out of curiosity. And remember, obviously, this is going out public, so I don't want you to give too, too much away. Um, right. But you know, there's a lot of talk from, from stuff I'm watching online um, about the situation in the States. And one of the things that, obviously, a lot of people are worried about is that the, if you do contract COVID now, like the, everyone said that testing is going to be free or your health insurance companies have said testing is going to be free. But then from what I was seeing, I think it was Stacey Demings or somebody like that was, was, was talking on the, on the hill about it. And she was saying basically, well, what happens if you go to a hospital and you are showing signs of COVID-19 and you need to be um, isolated in the hospital? Well, just that alone apparently costs around $2,500. So if you've got to be isolated for a, for a period of time, obviously that's going to cost money. And they worked it out on just to be tested alone and to, to, to not be kept in overnight could cost up to $4,000. So I'm saying like for you guys now who are obviously trying to avoid it, like, do you know if you're covered, if you do get anything like with your health insurance, do you know that you'll be okay? Or these pandemics or, you know, these kind of uh, sort of um, diseases covered by normal health insurance over there, or is it something you're actually worried about? Um, no, well, as far as, as far as I'm concerned with me, I'm, I know for sure that I'm good. Um, I do know that uh, that brings up this, this brings up that conversation that so many people are having with uh, the previous president and the one before that. And yeah. like, healthcare has always been it's for every president. It's always it's always been something that's either the poison chalice, isn't it? It's like the poison chalice. They have to deal right. with it, but everyone they need to start a challenge and call it the healthcare challenge. Cause that's what's really <laughs> challenging Americans right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, that's the real, that's the real deal. You know, people get sick, they just die. They don't even have the needs uh, to, to get certain treatment, to get their medicines. Um, that's always been a conversation. I think this has sparked such a huge conversation about uh, basic necessities in healthcare and the capitalizations off of medicines and even things that get under the counter with, you know, opioids and all of these different things that, you know, the insurance companies and why they aren't paying this for the premium. And like, it brings yeah, up so you- much of a conversation that it, it, it's like mind blowing to me. You know, dude, from when you're paying three hundred dollars for an inhaler, and you go to twelve, uh, you go to Canada and pay twelve bucks. That's when right. you know that something's wrong, you know, because that's when. Hey, well, if you saw that Bernie Sanders actually took a, a coachload of people to the to to Canada just to buy medication as part of his like campaign thing, he took them just to the show. Thing, them the, 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 the thing is, though, I mean, obviously, you know, America's that isn't just America. This is all around the world. You got to. That isn't though nice. The, 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 when it's, I mean, that problem is unique to the states. There's a lot of different systems and everything that don't have fully, like the England where we have a fully um, paid for healthcare system. That's not normal around the world. Obviously, Germany has a private healthcare system and it has like yeah. sort of like a government health system as well. But what is unique to the United States is that the United States have actually got, well, the, the, the pharmaceutical companies are kind of lockstep with a lot of politicians in the States who back their... Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. Like The United States are not allowed to negotiate um, pharmaceutical prices. They're the only country that can't negotiate. They're not allowed to negotiate. So literally, you will get paracetamol that will cost you and me, anybody else, 12 pence per box or something. And in the United States, it's like, okay, then we want $10 for it. And that's it. That's my price. 
and it's take it or leave it or don't have anything on the shelf and that is right. that is across the board right. there's no negotiation that the pharmaceutical companies set the price and this is how you know it. it's really about corruption because of what the capitalism the, the biggest problem in the states or uh, i think it's becoming a problem over here is lobbying so what you'll have is you'll have people who were in the united states government usually in positions where they would be giving out money so they'll be in the treasury or they'll be in the defense department or whatever if they're in the defense department when they leave that job they'll typically go and lobby for a defense contractor or something like that, trying to get money from the United States government because they know everybody in the government already and they get paid big bucks and they offer that money to politicians to vote their way. They would even actually write legislation and give it to politicians and politicians will take that into, the, in, into Congress and just read it off the paper. That, that is a, like the biggest problem. So like the reason why that hasn't changed in terms of like negotiating um, price, um, you know, prices with pharmaceutical companies is because pharmaceutical companies will pay the most like prominent and most powerful politicians every year the maximum they're legally allowed to pay and they are legally allowed to give their money as campaign contributions and say we like their policies but then they actually instill those policies themselves and that's why that when it comes to a vote shall we help the americans and you know start changing you know negotiating on drug things no 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 everyone says no and that's how it works, and that's how it keeps the wheel keeps turning. The thing is, has Obama, Obamacare been dismantled already? He's trying, but there's parts that were basically not allowed to be tampered with. You know, there was things that Obama knew he was going to do that, so he tried to do. I mean, he's done certain things, but he hasn't been able to get rid of it. Because, and the reason why he hasn't been able to get rid of it entirely is because he's offered nothing as a replacement. So he's saying, "I don't care. We'll work it out." <laughs> we're working out let's just get rid of Obamacare and they go okay and replace it with what the black hole in this chasm and he hasn't come up with a, a different plan yet but if he was busy enough on it he would have been able to get it changed because people just vote whatever he wants he's got the majority oh I don't know man. <laughs> I think I think we're going to be living I, got, I think we've got another year of this guy anyways another four years of this guy so I think so I think so oh, there's no point even worrying about it man he's, he's here to stay when you put Joe Biden out to face him man you just you, that's it it's finished <laughs> you're putting out somebody like nobody's excited about Joe Biden even people on the Dem side are not excited about Joe Biden everyone was excited about Bernie and there was people who hated him so there's people who were really excited he had the biggest grassroots movement ever he won the first few two or three uh, states and everything and then basically the establishment says right then all the people who were like joe biden drop out mm-hmm. so everyone starts endorsing joe biden and everybody and then obama and everybody else and everything and then obviously when the whole establishment says this is the candidate to vote for then the voters started going the side. yeah, yeah. wow because mm-hmm. i knew he was going to be in south carolina anyway so then it was just after that so then, they, yeah, it switched. So then now Bernie's endorsed him and everything, and now he's the candidate. But they've got him over so many things. When Trump starts digging on him, <laughs> he, he's finished, mate. Like, he's, he's got no chance. Yeah. He's a bumbling mess. He can't even put a sentence together. Yeah, he's an old guy as well, though, man, to be fair. So. They're all old guys. Set, like, if it would have been Bernie, um, Biden, and Trump all in the running for it, and that it would have been 73, oh. 74, and 76. Yeah, that's too old, man. That's too old. Anyway, I wanted to actually, you know, going back to stories, man, I want to tell you my story today, man. No, I wanted to tell you how it's going. Uh, I know we're bouncing around a little bit, but, you know, after um, you told your story, I wanted to um, say to my, uh, talk about my story. Uh, so basically, they've, um, they said in Germany, basically, you know, it's okay. Um, we'll open uh, the shops at 800 square meters. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that that's it. So what the bigger shops have done now, they've closed half their shops and made it down so it fits into the 800 square meters. You know, oh, they're crafty, right. in it? Yeah, they're crafty like that. The thing is, what's happened is every shop's opened. Almost every shop's opened again. So it's just business as usual. And everybody's on the streets. And I was like, oh my God, we're going to have a bounce, man. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, that's exactly what, you know, so everyone's walking around. Everyone's like, shopping and buying stuff and having a good time. And I'm thinking, in two weeks, we're all back inside, you know? <laughs> Yeah, that's what it's going to be like, man. And uh, the second thing I want to talk about, man, is um, it's kind of weird. And I'm not going to go into too much details, but someone, so, well, that's like an old close friend of the family passed away, in it? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not laughing at that, but I'm laughing at the reaction of my family because I don't know if everyone else like, experiences this, but it's like, oh, you know what? He was a good guy, actually. And I'm like, Hold on, you haven't spoken to this guy in 10 years. You don't like, you don't like him from Adam. So why, why are you talking about he was a good guy? <laughs> I, had to draw some, I had to draw some knowledge on him and say, look, man, he was not a good guy because te- you haven't spoken to him for 10 years. You didn't like the guy back then. And now because he's dead, you like him. I hate that yeah. hip- hypocrisy. You know this. Yeah. Does anyone else know this? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. something very similar. Very, was, very similar. And again, I've got to be very careful because he was so close to home. Yeah. But basically, there was somebody who... who who passed away, who was qu- very close to the family at one point. And then somebody in my family was like, it's the love of my life. He was the one. Yeah. He was the one I loved. And that, that was my man. That was my soulmate. And then the kids are going, it was my dad. He was my dad. I'm like, on. Dude, like, you seen this guy a week before and said you'd never talk to him. You're exactly. Him exactly. That's it. And the woman, the, <laughs> the woman, look, I haven't spoke to him in 10 years. And when he passed, and that was at his house, uh, at his mum's house, waiting like a banshee. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Trying to get all the attention on there. You know what I said? I said, look, the best thing to do is if you've got anybody now in your circle you don't talk to, and you think that you might react like this when they die, go and talk to them now. Go and tell them, look, you know what? Let's, let's make up. Because you don't know how long this person's going to be, you know, how, how long this person's going to be on the earth. So go and do it. Make up with the person, man. And if not, then don't be coming to me or saying after, actually, he was a good person, man. <laughs> you know, I, feel, I feel sad about this whole situation. No, you don't feel sad, right? <laughs> is that does that happen with black people? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. Look, when someone famous dies and people start crying on telly like they knew him personally, I say, bro, you know, you never actually met that person in your life. You know, like yeah, man, they made two two good films and that man, but you know, they're still available on DVD and catch up on all these kind of things. Like, <laughs> <going nowhere>. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't going nowhere. That. that that shit's a legacy, you know what I mean? Like you didn't know, you didn't, you didn't know this Dave. You didn't know Dave personally, you know what I mean? Right. So people are like, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's people who can inspire you in life, you know. Like when people like, um, when say like MJ died, or you know, for me, Luther Vandross died. People like mm-hmm. that, man. That shit caught me, man. You know what I mean? Like that was like that was all about the music, though, man. I was like, I was crying because there weren't going to be no more music, more than anything. I didn't think, mm-hmm. oh man. That's my next blackjack game, like messed up next Thursday, you know. MJ ain't coming round, man. Like, <laughs> what are we gonna do? <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? So like people just like, I don't know, man. I think we get cut over silly things in life and then like the important things. Like we'll, we'll cut up a family member who owes us a tenner. You know, you owe me t- you know, you owe me ten bucks or you owe me ten quid or whatever, man. No, I ain't speaking to you again because you took the piss. But then, like, we'll forgive somebody for cheating on us and and run off and have a baby with next people and all kind of oh, madness. Like what? <laughs> that's true though. That that that's very true. Um, in terms of that, some people just like to do petty little things and 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 then like 
you'll be surprised that they forgive you for something big. And I'm just like, what? Yeah, yeah. Go on. Anyway, uh, uh, Nigel posted something. Actually, Nigel's the only one active posting topics in the group. Uh, uh, yes, thanks, man, Nigel. Yeah, nice. Uh, you can buy a Talk gun and some beer, but you're, you're not allowed to go to the church, man. Hey, Dorian, I don't know how this affects you. Do you go to church at all? I, I, I do. I do. Um, I do. I, um, I'm not as a... Uh, what's the word? I'm not as a uh, churchy. As <laughs> churchy? <I'm>, religious? <laughs> right. I'm not as religious. Um, devout. Maybe devout. More of a faith thing for me. Uh, I need faith. Um, okay. I need faith. I need something to believe to push me to get to my goals in life. Okay. Um, I'm not as diehard religious as what I've seen. All right. I have been to three churches. <laughs> and, uh, one I grew up in. Another, yeah, okay. I went because my girlfriend I was dating at the time went there. Yeah, okay. And then the one that I I decided to leave, I, I decided to leave the church I grew up in, and the church I decided to go to by myself. That church, they like if you like yo, like if if Jesus is not in every corner of their like existence, then no one else exists. Okay. Um, like like yo, they wear long long jean dresses and suits everywhere okay. and they're not jehovah witness but they wear like long i'm just like i like y'all go to the movies like we, <laughs> y'all, the legs need some daylight man y'all rollerblade i'm just like yo you can't marry him though you know what i mean yeah but i don't say that i just think it you know what i mean that's <laughs> i just <laughs> I'm saying, like, maybe a bit more blunt leg... huh? maybe you should be a bit more blunt <laughs> I, I, I'm just like yo hey I was like yo we're at the beach you wearing you wearing your church dress to the beach I just let them do what they do man I call them vampire legs man you know what I'm, I mean, not, I'm not I'm not They're I'm like not gonna single them out or, t- or t- tell them what category they are but they 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 are very strict, but they get their they get their goals accomplished in life, and I can't blame them for that because, you know, I think, and I'm gonna say this, I will say this, I think uh, every crazy person needs something to keep them here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that. One. That's actually pretty good. Every crazy person. <laughs> listen, I'm I'm just being real. Yo, yo, people look at Kanye like Kanye is all crazy. Nah, he just needed something to keep him stimulated and keep him going and pushing towards his goals. Yo, he's really just sounds a tight note. Right. He found that in Christianity. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? You don't have to agree with everything, everything that man says, but he found something that allows him to be himself. It gives him a boost. It gives him something that he can express himself in. And that's the thing. No one's really say, no one's really saying nothing about him. You know what I mean? They're just trying mm-hmm. to nitpick his personal, you know, his personal stuff. But no one is like, oh, Kanye's really a Christian. No, they're just like, oh, that's crazy Kanye. He could very, very may well be a Christian, but no one's going to see that because they've seen him and quote unquote crazy before. Yeah. But maybe he's not. Maybe he's maybe he needed something to truly express himself in. And that's, he's that's, that. Yeah. 
that's that's his way of expressing himself based on what right. he believes it's about and that's the thing with religion it is what it's about for the person um right. and i suppose when you're from the outside looking in to see someone who's that devoted to something it's it's kind of surreal i suppose because can mean enticing oh, to somebody who hasn't got any well I, I, I always look at it i always look at it this way if someone can be that devoted to something like that why can't they be that devoted to themselves and help you know what i mean and drive themselves because sometimes that devotion comes at the expense of their own lives right. their own kind of well-being their family's well-being you know what i mean so but yeah i used to be religious i used I to just, go to church you know what i'm saying that man i know a girl who's just there. sorry just to cut you off there I, I know a girl who went who's converted to muslim recently sort of like i've known her for about a year almost probably two years now Okay. And she went to um, North Africa. You know, she's kind of one of these, I don't know, I always thought she was a bit naive. I was like, she's a bit naive, man. If the wrong person gets... So I always kind of felt like I had to protect her somehow. Oh, um, God. One of them... One, one yeah, of one of them was a hero <laughs> complex, man. It's a better male complex. Yeah, no, no. I was just trying to get in on it, man. That's all. Nah, nah, I wasn't. <laughs> Someone play fix you all day, man. Where are you trying to save the world? <laughs> nah, 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 but look, the thing is, she went, she went to... Um, she was with some idiot guy and she would always come to me for advice. I'd be like, you know, that guy's a fool, man. And he's obviously just using, abusing you. I was like, you know, he's obviously like... I know. can give you better. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't trying to look like... You know, she went, she's not really my type, man, but I liked her as a person, though, man. And that's sometimes, okay, you know, you meet someone and you like her as a person, man. Anyway. Oh, um, she wasn't, she was on the, she was not, she wasn't that high up on the list. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Anyway, she went to um, Morocco, I think it was, and... Um, she ended up meeting a Moroccan guy and she hey, treats her really well and stuff. And like, oh, yeah, okay. And then she comes back. And I was like, yeah, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm back now. Yeah, and she was like, I can't wait to get back. I'm going to go back soon, man. I'm going to go back with this guy. I was like, hey, cool. And I hadn't spoke to her for like a, like a couple of months. Then all of a sudden, I was like, hey, man, where, what's, what's going on with you, man? Because like, I saw a profile picture on WhatsApp and she had like, yeah, a, yeah. like a headscarf. And I was like, wait there, what's going on here? So I asked her, I said, what's, what's the deal? And she was like, yeah, I'm converted to Muslim now. I was like, hmm. what? And the thing is, hey, this girl can sing, man. She's such a good musician. Like, we was meant to do some songs together. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, and she's like, yeah, I've given up singing and everything now. I'm not allowed to sing with men when men are around now. I was like, yeah, and, you know, I'm really trying to be a good Muslim. I pray five times a day. I was like, what the? I was like, and then I, and then I, I you know, I asked her the question. I said, hold on a minute. So you're not allowed to sing because God said it's bad. But on the other side, God gave you this talent to sing. So... What's going on there? What, what? I don't get it. Oh, yeah, well, I'm allowed to. The thing is, men get really turned on when I sing, and that's why it's not a good thing. I was like, huh? It's <laughs> like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, what it, that's what it stems from. It's purely based on... Jealousy? Yeah, yeah. That's Jealousy? It. That's, that's all that, religion that, is. That, 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 that is it. It's, that is it, in, in a nutshell. Especially... Like... Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't really go go anywhere. But yeah, jealousy. No, but the thing is, if you look at look at the, look at the like, like like going to what Dory was saying about the churches, I I don't care, man. I love North American churches, man. I was in church in Canada and America, and oh, yo, places, man. Just me, everyone's on the vibe. You're singing and dancing. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'll be in church if if the churches in England were like that. Some probably are, but you have to search. But if they were like that, man, there are, there are, there are, there are some like that. It's all about the energy, though. But then, I suppose the thing is, 
it, for me is are you going to church to have a good old sing song and get out of the house and give yourself something right. to do once a week or are you going there to actually because you want to show your faith and for me a lot of that's theater because yeah, you know, it's like it a free like concert a it's like a free concert yeah, I suppose the way I kind of see it is if that's the way that you are, if that's what you believe in, that, that you should also live. And I and, and there's a lot of hypocritical people that I've met, I'm not saying they all, who will go to church on Sunday and say, yeah, yeah, and then cuss down the next door neighbour the next on the Monday morning. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's all uh, it's all a fallacy and it's a show, a bit of a show. And then places are good because the energy is great, like you say. But, you know, is that... Is that that that's their way of expressing their joy of God, but yeah, yeah. But I can't, but, I can't. That's why I can't understand because, like, like say Islamic religion, they say it's bad to sing. Then you got yeah. the Christian Christianity religion, where obviously we're allowed to sing. That's what we do. We sing songs of praise and gospel and right, stuff. Right, right. So it's like, hold on a minute, who's right? Yes, well, you're right. You're right. But there's also really orthodox like really ultra orthodox parts of the christian sect as well That's where right. it, there's a lot yeah, of things they're, they're, christian, like everything christian is forbidden from, you know what i mean like fundamentalists mate they, they'll chop off your head down if you start pushing you know I mean? right like, like, should, a lot of, a lot of you drinking over things. there <laughs> those, those, those people who are extreme in every in every religion uh yeah like I said, when i went to the church that was like yo we dress like this every day I didn't see I didn't see much from I didn't see much for them like much um uh much comfort you know what I mean they were always yeah. about pushing and uh pushing for their 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 god that they believe in uh and the god that they believe in I went to other churches and I'm just like yo y'all is some hypocrites <laughs> like I I've seen that before some churches yeah. that are just like slightly different and I'm just like yeah yo you you, you this is like, I'm just like, wow. So like, I, I found myself not going for a while because I was like, dang, well, that, that's insane. I'm, I'd rather, I'd rather just, let me just believe what I believe from here. You know yeah. what I mean? At home somewhere, instead of like going to go represent an entire, you know what I mean? Cause you know, they're representatives of their faith. So I'm yeah. just like, this is insane. And I, yeah. I was writing the other day. I was writing jokes the other day. And I said, yo, I said, I say, Christian kids, some of them are the greatest liars of all time. <laughs> and I said that and I thought about it. I was like, yo, if you can remember like the entire book of Psalms, I'm sure yeah. you can figure out how to lie your way through a day. Like, <laughs> oh, <sure>. <laughs> <laughs> <For> real. <laughs> like, I was just oh, thinking yeah. about that. I was like, whoa. Uh, real man. I mean, I, I, I got dragged along. I'll tell you what, my dad, his friend, one day, this was in the um, early 80s, he, he must have come home from work, cut off all his dreadlocks, turned around to his wife and said, we're going to church. And that was it. Because he was my dad's friend. My dad was like, yeah, man, we're going to church as well. And that was it then. <laughs> and like five years of being dragged to church man, on a Sunday. Sometimes twice a day, you know. I mean, oh, me too. And Bible and then, class and Sunday school. Mate, Conventions, mate, which start at nine in the morning and go until ten at night, and they and it's just praying and singing and people holy ghosting and and shaking in front of you. And when you're a child, you know, someone's having a fit, standing up, going, "Lord Jesus Christ, Lord Jesus Christ," yeah, Lord, getting a holy ghost in it, the holy ghost smacking in your head and, and, and that, and, telling and you and to talk mom, in tongues. And then your mum pinches you and says, "Stop staring," 
You, you know what I mean? It ain't a nice place to be, man. So I was traumatized, man. I couldn't wait to what? get out. Cause what I, is that? I started, I started playing football, man. That got me out of church. Woo. <laughs> what, is, what is that when they, when they start, you know, they say they caught the ghost. Because I remember when I was in there. Holy ghost, holy ghost. They caught it catching the holy ghost. ghost. And on the floor, spasming. And I, and I remember one time, and I remember one time though, I almost caught the ghost in it. I almost caught Did the you? ghost. Almost. What happened? I, I was, I was, I was, it was twice actually. One time I was uh, playing for the church piano and we was practicing and everyone was singing. And all of a sudden I felt this warm feeling and my eyes started watering. I was like, what's going on, man? I was what like, that yeah. COVID? <laughs> Dude, that was before COVID, man. We're talking about 10 years ago. That's SARS. And then, and then one time when I was in, um, when I was in Canada too, man, and my, my, my cousin insisted that I went to church. You got me to church? I was like, I you going to church, man. I'm going to church. I'm going to church. The thing, thing is, what you got to remember is that, that humans, if you, if you strip back all this technology and all the kind of brainwashing and everything else has happened, if you go back to the rawest form of man, we actually have a connection, an energy connection. So you put all of us in a room and we're all singing off that same hymn sheet. Yeah. We're all kind of going towards that same goal. You are going to get that energy, that energy in the room. You ain't going to be you know what I mean? You're going to feel it. You are going to feel it. Yeah, that must have been it. Is, is, is that God? Or is that because you're with a bunch of people who are all on that same page with you at that moment in time? Yeah. And that's the thing. you got to remember that magic, you know, you see, look how you get all these crowds to react. Look, these big concerts where people are singing like a famous song and the crowd are like, that kind of energy, that kind of vibe. You know yeah. what I mean? So that, that's what I believe. I mean, the, the Holy Spirit thing, the, the convulsing, the almost stroke-like behavior, I'll never get my head around. I mean, these are like big old women, man. Like grannies, <laughs> they have to fall in off their head, man. They're shaking that hard. You get me? <laughs> <laughs> but hey, as a child, traumatized. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> you know, on, on, that, on that note, man, I think we're going to call it night because I've got to go and... Hey, listen, I've got listen, to ask, ask you one more question, man, before you yeah. put the music. Listen, oh, okay, so, so I'll stop the music. Oh, I'll stop the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, what the hell, man? I, I, I was going to ask you this before, before we started. Germany has got eight countries bordering it. Yeah, oh, yeah, how yeah. The hell, how the hell aren't you riddled with COVID? Dude, I don't know. Well, uh, I don't know. Because their borders know. are just drive through borders. Eight yeah, but they, they locked down the borders, innit? They've locked all the European borders, so you can't actually yeah, leave well, the country. That, yeah, that, that was after the event, though, surely. Well, I don't, I, don't, I think everyone who kept the thing is when it started going up the rise, I think. Um, they locked the borders, so no one else, whoever was in the country stayed in, whoever was outside the country trying to get in, didn't get in. That was it. So I guess that, that left the numbers as they were, you know what I mean, in Germany. So and then bring, my, bring my one topic to the table, either. Oh, do you, all right, then quick, man. Let's yeah. get a little, like, five minutes on this, man, because especially since we've got an American, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Yo, man. Yo, before, I wanted to, um, I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to say something, and I, and I want to say when I took my trip to the United Kingdom, I, I realized that you, like you all, like anyone with an accent, because my dad is Jamaican, anyone with an accent to me pronounces things so much better. I think so. <laughs> the thing is, we love the American accent. That's the thing. So it's, it goes both ways. I think. I think no, we- no, 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 no. See, see, listen, listen. When I was over there, I heard this lady. She didn't say underwear. She said my knickers. All right, knickers, <laughs> yo, it's no, my knickers. Yeah, yo, ask an American to pronounce my knickers. I swear, yo, it'll be a letter to the NAACP. 
<laughs> yeah, that's, that's American. American. That was, the same that was, mind. Uh, Go, when you come to England, do that joke on stage. Trust me. Everyone <laughs> that's, that's heavy, man. That's a heavy joke. Yeah. Right? No man, American can pronounce them. So I'll let y'all know. It's going to be a riot. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The thing is, actually, though, we don't react to right. I mean, we don't like racism in in um in England, but we don't react right. like the Americans. You know what I mean? Like, like, I'm in Germany now, and racism is just, it's just kind of, you kind of just like, yeah, you know, like, like people will call me the N-word and that, and, you know, I would right. like to punch him. Don't get me wrong. I'd like to punch him in the face. But I know if I did right. that, I got a proper lawsuit. Whereas in America, it seems like <laughs> if someone says something to you, you can kind of punch them and you know nothing's going to come back because people kind of know he, he was being racist. But the Germans, for example, and sometimes the English, they don't really know they're being racist. You know what I mean? They're not that right. schooled in it. So you can't really just punch them in the mouth because you'll get in trouble. You know, that's what I don't right. like it about here. Yeah, they're quite, they're quite, quite versed, to be honest, in the art of racism. I think they should have learned their lesson by now, both to be Yeah, that's fair. the thing. We need, we need these guys to come over and teach the, the Europeans a lesson too, so we can punch them in the mouth and say, suck your mind. Oh, no, listen, I'm in, I'm in Florida where white people and black people would just be, the, the, like, sometimes they're just like, you're white, right? Like, yeah, I'm just, <laughs> like sometimes, like, you know what I mean? I'm in Florida. With, I mean, they eat fried chicken down here. They like Popeyes. They drink sweet tea. You know what I'm saying? It's white girls in here with box braids. I mean, it's like, you you are what? Right? This, you know, really? This is real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, it's not even at the level of, of blackface. It's literally just culture vultured. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Like, yeah, man. Just rest yourself, man. I mean, just rest yourself, man. <laughs> You know, I understand the southern thing, but I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> Dude, so let me get this question out, man. All right, quickly, quickly. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, especially because, like I said, we've got an American. Um, obviously, with what's happening with COVID now, yeah, like everyone's doing all this social distancing, but the one place it ain't been able to be done is prison because of overpopulation. So, you've seen these cells where people have been demonstrating the fact that they literally can't get half the distance. They just want to get out though, man. That's the thing. No, but I mean in general, but no, it's, it's a valid point because even if you, that is true, of course they want to get out, but if it's, 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 you have to do it by law for everybody else to social distance and then say, oh, but you're prisoners, so you can literally con- contract it humane, at a very it? high rate. Then that's obviously not fair. That's treating people, there's a disparity there. Like you're saying you're a lower class citizen now because you're inside. So are we saying we're all right with that? And let them die in high numbers, or we saying because they can't just obviously move them all into different places. And you doing enough south? They've been That's doing, they've been doing. No, but dude, this is what I'm saying. There's just in a lot of places. There's not single cells, you know. It's not a hotel suite. That's true. You know, especially in places like in America as well. Yeah, you, you have blocks and that where there's there's beds. In, you know what I mean? A few of them in England, <laughs> at least it's probably going to be two people in a room, and that's it. So yeah. like it, in 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 America and that especially, and in a lot of other places as well in Italy and Spain and all these other places where people are locked up, they've got like four or five people sharing a really small cell that's designed for two people. Mm-hmm. So like, what about them people? Should you let like low level um, sort of criminals out now if you can't transfer them any, anywhere else? Or is it just like, leave them? I, I, to be honest, I think, I think they should. I think they, I think they should. Um, if you, if you like really research the statistics of like, who's in the American prisons and what they're in there for, uh, yeah, a lot of them should have been let out. Um, uh, and, and that's not just saying they got in there for something that's, that wasn't, that had nothing to do with them a lot of times um, yeah. because the system is like extremely corrupted, um, especially in America. 
I do think they should have some type of house arrest, some type of monitoring system, or if they want to work to release program or something, because these prisoners are not getting the medical attention they need. And if, if I was some corrupt politician, a, a, a light bulb would go off in my mind and be like, yo, I own that prison. Why are my why is my why, why is my money going out the window? That's how the corrupt politicians think. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Why shouldn't why shouldn't that? I mean, they don't see people like we do. We see people. They see money. Yeah. So why why yeah. are they not getting the attention? You know what I mean? Yeah. Very true. Point, it doesn't make very sense. True I point. think they should. You're letting I, money walk out the door, aren't you? Yeah. You know, if you didn't, you know, kill seventeen people or rape seventeen people, I think you should definitely have the chance to to get out. You know what I mean? Yeah. The whole yeah. petty crime like drugs and stuff like this had to be. I know most drug dealers are in prison. I'm not. We're not talking about big time drug dealers. I'm talking about guys right. old, two blunts on the corner. You know, and got three strikes for selling right. the same thing. You know, they should be released because they're not doing anything really bad. You know, especially when you're selling weed. Weed. Going right. to prison for weed. Well, the thing is, you think about it now. A lot of states here are legalizing for recreational purposes. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So all, all those people, all, all those people. Convicted on those three strikes for that should be like that. No, but they're not letting them out, though. They're not letting oh, no, them out. No, no, well, that, well, that state should do that, though. But like you say, it's money. And every time they get paid, because it's private prisons, they get paid for the numbers. So it's in their, it's in their interest to keep those numbers high. Mm. The no, the in. thing is, as well, just a final point on this, it is silly that they don't do this, you know, release people who are in on, on say, like these states now, fully legalized weed for, for oh. recreational use, but they'll have somebody in there for selling, like, say, third strike for selling, I don't know, a few grams of, of weed, yeah. Right. But then they can't discriminate. Look at, say, for instance, when it was illegal to be homosexual. So then the people who were then, you know, uh, sort of like pardoned and everything for being homosexual, they let the homosexuals out of jail who were jail for it because obviously now there's a change of the law and now this is acceptable and this was judging they didn't say oh you know this happened before you know like this happened before we changed the law they said no what we're doing is wrong this is discrimination we'll let them out whereas now when if you you know if you're in we if you've been locked up for weed the chances are you're going to be black poor you know and and an american as well i'm not sure if it's a state thing or if it's a um a nationwide thing but they have a, a really crazy release conditions. So like when you come back out of jail, you can't claim benefits. You can't claim anything from, from the state or whatever. And you can't claim, it's and really you can't tough. go back to, you can't go back to your family. Right. It's, it's here in Florida. Is, I'll tell you something here in Florida last year, Florida voted for, um, for uh, prisoners who are released from jail to be able to vote. Then like a couple months ago or some time ago, uh, the legislate legislator was like, well, we, they have to pay first. And I'm in my back of my mind, I'm just like, how do they pay to do that when they have no money because of what they did and they can't get a job to pay you to vote? Yeah. I'm just like, yo. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> the stupid. It's, it's insane. I can't. <laughs> people, the people are stupid, man. The idiots are... The clowns are running the establishment. The clowns. It's um, it's it's just a yeah mess. It's just a mess in it. <laughs> it mess. You know, actually, you know, I'm gonna on that bombshell. I'm gonna start the music, man, because I don't know how we're gonna get out of that one, man. What was he saying earlier about no no singing, man? No rapping in the music, son. Oh yeah, you're all out of sync, man. Link was complaining because he was out of sync last time. If you listen to the Missing Link show on Sunday. <laughs> Yeah, that's all right. I wasn't out of sync in my head. <laughs> yeah, no, he's out in time. Anyway, yeah, let's go around the table. Anyone want to put some stuff? We'll start with um, 
our guest, man, because, you know, he's been great, man. Thanks for coming on, man, Dorian. Got anything to say? Dorian. Hey, Dorian. Uh, Listen, man, I don't know if you're you're on the Facebook group, but if you are, um, send me over a bio and a a picture, man. I'll put up a little little post about you. And send me some links as well for your um, Instagram and all that, all your handles, and we'll stick you on there, man. Make sure everyone gets to know who you are. I will, for sure. Yeah? So, Wayne, organise that, man. Get all those details off him. And if you can get into me by tomorrow, you'll be on tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, go on. Uh, got your 10, 10 seconds, man, to say something, Dorian. Uh, 10 seconds? Well, a bit longer if you want. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> wait, give me a second. I'm gonna, um, 10 uh, seconds. Sorry, 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 you go to the first time. Give, give me some inspiration. Well, uh, as some people might know, it's a couple of things that happened with me and my business, Igloo Music. We're sort of, growing it and changing it so at the moment we're going we're in this chrysalis stage where the company that i run now is going to cease to be but we're going on to a bigger and brighter new adventure and hopefully with these guys as well with intel so yeah man big new things to come so anyone who's watching me watch the space see what's coming next got big things happening so look for us especially in the fall yo story's your story all right. Well, um, definitely follow me on Instagram at the next Dorian Gale. That's T H E N E X T D O R I A N G A Y L E. I'm on God, YouTube God. as Dorian Gale. D O R I A N G A Y L E. That's the same thing on Twitter. That's the same thing on Facebook. Uh, Dorian Gale, and um, I'll I'll do Chris Rock banking you all. I mean, I just want to say. Thank you for letting me be on this podcast, okay? Oh, All the way from across the seas, got me on the podcast talking about black pockets, talking about <laughs> black people, black people doing good, black people got to be better, black people got to be great. Hey, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Yo, this guy. <laughs> Yo, this is. I'm because I'm afraid we could be. Wait, you got you got to you got to take that little secret, man. Take that, yeah, man. Don't, don't, that. Yeah. that Chris Rock is my favorite comedian. He's the, he's like my favorite number one. Funny, no one better than him. No one better than him. Chris Rock, he's man. He's funny, man. <laughs> funny, 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 funny. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um. All right. Yes. Yeah, so this is Nigel. Um. Just a big shout out to everybody. Really, just you know, stay safe. Look after the ones you love. Um, I've got a course running next Wednesday if anybody's interested. Some sales training. Yeah, look, sales hate selling. That's me. Yeah, man. And you know, this drill, man. If you like the podcast, pass it on. I'm Al Stalio. This is the Black Up Lips with the Real Lock yes. and Talk crew. Everyone stay safe. We'll see you guys next week, man. Thanks a lot. Peace, peace. See you later. Peace, peace. peace.